What's going on, everybody? It is your two favorite gents, Mitchell. I mean, <laughs> and Mitchell Ebner. I'm waiting for the day you don't screw up the intro. <laughs> I, okay, I thought I thought I wouldn't mess it up this time, but uh, guess I was wrong. Well, you know, there's more than just us two today. G day. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> people, people, people. I know this guy. Oh no, I didn't switch the. <sighs> well, actually, I can, I can, I can just make it up on the fly already. <laughs> all, right, all right, this guy, he's better than a bullfighter wrangling. All right, give it up for the man of the hour, John Franklin. Thank you, G Day, for that <laughs> wonderful intro. I don't think I've ever been <laughs> compared to a bull wrangler before. <laughs> <laughs> First time for everything. I'm not sure if it's a good thing. But... Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Honestly, yeah, the number of times you've screwed up this intro, I swear, it's like you just are can't stop. It's like you're addicted to it. And speaking <laughs> of addictions, today we're going to be talking about addictions uh, and getting some extra insight from our good friend John here. Johnny Franks, as I like to say every once in a while. <laughs> Never to his face. <laughs> yep, just over a Zoom Until call. today. Yep, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's different. You're just a bunch of pixels to me right now. Yep, ones and zeros. Bruh. You know, but, uh, you know, as is our tradition since last episode, <laughs> uh, I got to ask the first question of the day. How are you swanky men doing? You know what I'm saying? Well... I'd say that this swanky man right here is doing phenomenal today. I'm not dead yet, so that is good. You know, I gotta agree with John there. Heart's beating, lungs are breathing. What more can you ask for? <laughs> <laughs> you could you could ask for uh, some cookie dough. You could ask for uh, oh, okay, chocolate, chocolate. Mm. Mm. I mean, I'm ju- I'm just saying. I'm I'm just saying, chocolate. Just have that thought, Mitchell. Just chocolate. You could ask for that. You know what I'm going to ask for? What are you going to ask for? You did not screw up the intro next time. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I would say, you know, guaranteed or, you know, I got you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't guarantee that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 good to be alive. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, I agree with that. But moving on, you already know we gotta hop right into this topic. Now, how would you gents describe, or what would you define addiction as? You know, just just leave the floor open. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'd say that an addiction is something that you can't stop doing. Yeah. And... And you can try really hard, but to quit doing whatever you're addicted to on your own. But in the end, you just need someone else's help to stop what you're doing. Yeah, I I would sort of go along the same lines. And addiction is a behavior that uh, kind of overrides normal functions, uh, typically in a negative way. Uh, because you know eating you could just 
described, like, you know, in healthy amounts, it's an addiction because you keep doing it repeatedly, repeatedly, but because it's a necessary thing, it's not. So I'd say that essential elements of some negative consequences is important. True. Yeah, those are some, those are some great definitions. I also like, I really liked what John said about something that you do that you can't stop yourself, but you need the help of somebody else to stop. Pretty good. Like see that's why we... up the intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, how can you help me with that? How huh, much by doing the you? intro for you? Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, fine, fine. No, no, no. I'm not forfeiting my title, <laughs> intro man. No, never. Sounds like I'll a crappy keep... superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I have to disagree, but uh, you know what? I'll just keep failing and screwing it up until I get it right once in a blue moon. Gosh. Intro man and prologue boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, uh, but back to the topic. I mean, I think another key thing is that, you know, um, that it involves reward, motivation, and memory. Because, um, what am I thinking of? Because addiction is something that that you don't really want to stop doing because it just feels so good. You know what I'm saying? You you do it once, you're like, man, that feels so good. Let me do it again. And then you do it again, and you do it again. And you're like, man, I'm, I'm kind of used to this. So I need, like, more of it than I usually get. So then you, you get more, and then you keep going up and up and up until those effects uh, start taking place. So... Yeah, that's how I look at addiction. But uh, moving moving on, what does what does addiction look like to you? Like if you if you saw somebody or like in your life, what what would you what would you say addiction looks like in a person? You know what I'm saying? Well, I'd say someone that's addicted to something is normally not happy with the way that. Uh, their life is going which is probably sometimes why they started the addiction like because like let's say an alcohol addiction like maybe someone like they're really down their luck and they went to a bar had a lot of alcohol and then the next day they were still down on their luck and had more alcohol and then pretty soon every day they're at the bar having alcohol so, yeah, whenever I think of addiction, I think of someone whose life didn't really go the way that they wanted it to, so they go right to their addiction. Yeah, I, I certainly sort of think along the same lines. I think there's definitely people who just sort of, um, you know, start out, maybe just experimenting for fun or whatever, and they come along a path. But I think a lot of people who fall into addictions, um, you know, they have some sort of, pre-existing problem in their life that they're trying to cover up they're it's essentially like medicating self-medication in the worst possible way um and then there's problems you know being controlled by the substance because there's sort of a rewiring of your brain you start getting that you know hit that sort of reward every time you use but the problem is because you're so used to that dopamine high that everything else sort of becomes sort of low and you become obsessed with getting that high and you'll never reach that first high that you normally did 
um, both drug wise, if it is drugs, but also just talking about dopamine. Um, so I could technically be from anything that isn't drugs, like, you know, uh, certain things with technology or, uh, you know, just anything that's more common. But yeah, sort of along the same lines, the, people who are addicted to stuff rarely are happy. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, like on those on those things that you're talking about, like other than drugs, we'll definitely get to that. But adding to what the both of you said, some other things that people with an addiction that you'll see them do is they're unable to stay away from the stuff. I mean, we already know that, <laughs> <laughs> but they display a lack of a lack of self control to the point that, like you said, they are unhappy because since they can't stop on their own, it's like. It's it's taken away from other parts of their life. You know what I'm saying? Like if I wanted to, uh, I don't know, be successful in school, but you got to study and you got to do your homework and you got to show up for class. But if you're so addicted to this thing that, you know, you don't really do your homework or you don't really study, then uh, your goal of being or of getting your diploma or graduating or getting a job, uh, it's not really it's not really going to come to fruition or it's going to be much more unlikely than if you are not addicted to that thing. So, yeah, that uh, that lack of self-control is pretty big because it just, it just removes a lot of the potential in a person's life. But um, moving on with some of the other stuff, um, the person may also dismiss how their behavior may be causing problems. They may just you know, shrug it to the side, like, eh, you know, this thing, man, it's just so good. There's no problems. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) If it's good, it's good. And it's only good. But, uh, but there'd be some problems. And then um, the last thing that the website I'm using, which is healthline.com says that they lack an emotional response, which, um, an emotional response. Well, maybe they're just, um, they're just calloused you know, and they're just so focused. They're so fixated on this one thing that they want so badly that they're like, well, I mean, I ain't got to worry about all that other stuff. It's just this one thing. That's all I care about. None of the other stuff matters. So that's kind of sad too. I mean, it's interesting. I bring up both like the callous point and the um, previous point of, uh, you know, sort of the potential people being ruined. Cause I feel like they're more like interconnected than maybe most people think because it seems when people start getting addicted to stuff and it's a great thing if you go and watch the intervention uh you know pretty popular i guess of a show but you see these people their original goals that they have you know it's not just that um you know drugs are getting in the way and making it more difficult to achieve that goal it's that these people can kind of stop caring about their original goals because now their focus is taken up by um, whatever addiction they have, whether that be drugs, whether that be alcohol, whether that be, you know, anything under the sun. Um, and I think that's like sort of the worst point of an addiction other than like the potential of death with, you know, certain things that you can overdose with um, is sort of that distraction from your original goals and your original values. Uh Sorry, John, did you want to say something? Um, no, I mean, Mitch kind of went through everything right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Um, what I was thinking about when he said um, it deters you from your original goals is it kind of reminded me of uh, of depression for some reason with like uh, how depression is you lose motivation or I don't know, just a conviction for your your interests, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, tying those two, tying like depression and addiction. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, one thing I'd like to, to, to move on to, to address is the, you know, what, what causes this addiction? I mean, if an addiction is so bad, if it, if it's just so like, uh, what is it? Aversive and uh, terrible for someone's life. How is it? How is this thing caused? I mean, must be pretty difficult, right? Um, there are two things that can cause an addiction, or at least two things given by this website. <laughs> yeah, the number one thing, or, or one thing is the brain. So there can be a hormonal imbalance. Your reward center in the frontal lobe, which I believe is the um, the limbic system, that can be compromised. It can malfunction. And instead of... Cause with you know humans, the best way for us to find the most pleasure and joy in our achievements and stuff is delayed gratification, and the frontal lobe helps us, um, you know, make that decision for delayed gratification and all that. But when it's when it's uh um, what is that? When it's when it malfunctions, uh, it switches from delayed gratification to instant gratification so that's uh that's kind of how that that addiction stuff and things go and then the second thing that they talk about is early exposure which experts and scientists deem as a significant role in uh, uh addiction so uh so genetics can also increase the likelihood of an addiction by about 50 percent according to the American Society of Addiction Medicine. So that, uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty large, it's a pretty large influence if you ask me. So, yeah, like, especially if you're young and, you know, if we're looking at tech addiction, you're watching a lot of, a lot of YouTube, playing a lot of video games, you can get hooked up in that easy. Or just like your susceptibility, um, just in general, because your brain is still developing when you're young, you know, you if if you're building your brain off of this like one thing that you just keep doing over and over and over, I mean, I can understand why it's that number, 50%. Or that's genetics, but still, the early exposure, okay? <laughs> yeah. But did you guys have anything to say about that? About, you know, what would be causing this, this addiction? Uh, you know, um, that kind of makes a lot of sense what you're saying about like how addictions often begin and uh when people are younger because like i used to bite my nails all the time and i thought i quit but then one day i just kind of did it again and now i'm not really biting my nails anymore because there's a mask in the way, I guess, these days. But like, <laughs> but like, I for a couple of years, I thought it was I was done being addicted to it, and then all of a sudden, one day, it just started up again. 
No. Yeah, that's a that's a good example, man. I know, I know a lot of those uh, nail biting kids. All the, the all the elementary time. <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. I used to do that so bad. Yeah. Gosh, man. No, I honestly, G Day. I think I probably had some comments, but in the length of that spiel, things just kind of like started molding together <laughs> yeah yeah because because after what you guys said about what addiction looks like to you or what not i uh i did i didn't know what to say so i just moved on <laughs> 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 so, so so that's why you're lost <laughs> oh man but just just think of something Mitchell. think of something to anything uh, think of something all right all right um gosh all right I pace, like, incessantly, like, nonstop. I've gone up to, like, 18.8 miles in a single day from pacing around my own house. <laughs> like, more, like, half marathon plus, like, all, like almost 50% what? <laughs> from pacing. And I just can't stop sometimes. So I feel like it's people when people think of addictions, they kind of think of the stereotypical drugs, alcohol type stuff. Um, but it certainly can be other things. And obviously there, there's some like more, how do you put it? It's not quite the same in those respects uh, because it isn't quite as detrimental to you know pace or to bite your nails as it is to inject heroin directly into your veins on a daily basis. Um, but saying like, you can only get addicted to things that are supposedly, you know, addictive chemicals or things like that, I think is wrong. People can kind of fall into certain behaviors. And I think when it changes from just a behavior or habit to addiction is the point where you can't control it anymore. And it's negatively impacting your life and all of your, um, you know, your focus on your goals. Um, and I think everything kind of exists on a spectrum with that. Yeah. Big facts, big facts. It ain't, it ain't just about the, the, it ain't, it isn't always about, or ugh, what I'm trying to say is drugs is not the only thing you can be addicted to, which my good friend Mitchell is a nice segue into the next thing that what are the types of addiction? Um, um, okay, so it obviously says that the, the most common ones or the most serious ones are uh, nicotine, like tobacco smoking, THC and marijuana, uh, opioids, uh, like pain relievers, or cocaine. So we know all that cheese. I mean, if you want some of the statistics, uh, it says one in three people in the world have an addiction of some kind, according to the UK charity Action on Addiction. Um, with drugs and alcohol, nearly one in 10 Americans have an addiction to both. Of the people with a drug addiction, more than two-thirds also abuse alcohol. So that's, uh, those are some pretty whopping numbers. Drugs and alcohol, people going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, to to like like envelope everything I'm trying to say here is that um, uh, I should have put the place, but 
there's top 10 types of addictions besides nicotine drugs alcohol uh they list what the i like how it says top 10 but it only gives me well that's because you said other than the three i noticed that oh that's awkward Um, yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay okay so i guess nicotine drugs and alcohol and then the other seven are coffee or caffeine gambling anger as a coping strategy huh Food, technology, sex, and work. And, uh, what? <laughs> I, I like how, like, you said anger as a coping strategy. It's like, oh, huh. Like, you didn't read the own notes that you wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> You're surprised what? at your own research. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Maybe I did read it. Maybe I did read it. Okay. Oh, gosh. Like, even I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even write it. Like glanced at it for like less than a minute. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> hey man, I think I just skipped over it. I was just more worried about the the last four, the food, technology, sex, and work. Yeah. And well gambling. Hey, I got a good story with gambling, you know, or not really story, but you know, Michael Jordan, um, you know, back in his old playing days, he had a huge gambling addiction. Like before games, after games, vacation. My man's was in the. What was that? Would that be the club? Or casino? Would that be the club? Just. To... <laughs> <laughs> that be a club? <laughs> See, this this is how you know I don't go out. <laughs> See, when you first said I have a story about gambling, I thought, oh, G Day's closeted gambler, right? Now. <laughs> I was about to say, you don't seem like the person to be playing blackjack to me. (laughs) Go to the roulette wheel every week. (laughs) 29 black, all in. You would have a really bad poker face, for the record. (laughs) The worst poker face. Nah. Yeah, I'd be... Oh, sorry, go. I was going to say, you'd be like grinning in the background. You got like... Two aces and poker or something. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Oh, man. <laughs> if you go, if you were to go to casino, now would be the time because you can wear a mask. <laughs> oh boy! Anyways, <laughs> continue on with Michael Jordan. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, before I say that, I just want to say I do be going every Saturday. I'll be letting it fly, making it rain, like. Man. <laughs> Making all my bets, oh, losing boy. thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't the best gambler, but it's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, don't do that. But anyways, Michael Jordan, yeah, my man's. Uh, he just he just couldn't stop, man. Like he would even um, I think he would even like bet on himself or like games and stuff. But I don't know. That's just a and. <laughs> And think about it, since he was so big and he made so much money, my man was losing millions on millions. I mean, now he's a billionaire, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it didn't affect him that much. But but still, like, just for that to take up so much of his time and to do it, like, like he, can't, he can't really stop. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, it, it's one of those things that just made him super happy and he was excited about it. And, uh, yeah gambling what a very what a very interesting thing you just you just do it for the money man 
I don't know. Yeah. Would you have you you want to gamble, Mitch? You want to no, get into no. this? I, the, the only thing I could think with gambling, like I would wouldn't want to do it with actual money. I just do it just to play the games, you know. So my my version of gambling is sitting down with my family. We all have a pool of M and M's at our disposal, and then we just play poker and try to win everybody else's M and M's so we can eat it. <laughs> like well, that is my version of gambling. <laughs> But, you know, yeah. it's interesting talking about gambling because it kind of solidifies that, you know, addictions aren't just substance abuse. You know, they are behaviors. And even though there are more common ones that we think of, like, um, gambling um, or technology or stuff, you know, they certainly can go beyond that. And it really is, like you're saying, G-Day, um, it's an uncontrollable behavior. So um, sort of like a really hard to break habit. Um, but it's also negatively impacting your life um, w- in significant ways uh, with little to no uh, positive benefits. Yeah. You got anything to say about that, John? Uh, for the gambling, I mean, like, I like Mitch, like, I'm a fan of free poker and blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> Play it sometimes at college and you have a good time. We have masks on in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't really like to play with real money because, first of all, I never win. <laughs> and second, <laughs> sounds like me. Something. And second of all, uh, I'm, like, I don't know what's really the point. I mean, I'm having enough fun with friends and no money involved. Why should I get money involved and then lose money? Yeah. Sounds like uh, a good logic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But um, I guess another thing I wanted to say about gambling is, um, you know, it also goes back to what we were saying with how addiction is really centered on the reward. And I mean, I guess the pleasure of doing it, but the reward. And so with gambling, that reward would be money. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to, they're trying to get all that money. I mean, that's pretty obvious, but I'm I just mean, saying. I think it can go deeper than that. Cause oh, um, oh, oh, you, you know, like time with Michael Jordan, he was, um, he felt happy when he was gambling and all that stuff. I think it's, it's more than just the money. It's sort of that excitement you know, you have, because you're risking money, you have the potential to gain a lot of money. So even though, like, yeah, I sort of revolve around money, part of it is just sort of like, um, almost like daredevils, you know, go out seeking danger. It's not actually that, uh, you know, they always want to look cool or whatever. It's like experiencing that sort of adrenaline rush with that sort of risk, like knowing you can risk serious injury or death. Sort of in a similar way, but now with money, your financial... uh, status your own capital you're risking that but there's also the potential for great reward and i think it's that sort of rush that i think people get because logically from a standpoint it's not like certainly with michael jordan i don't obviously i can't attest to his story because i've never met the guy but (laughs) (laughs) um you know, like, is it possible it's for greed? Sure, but I think with a lot of people, it's not like, oh, I'm going to make a ton of money. It's like, I, you know, you just get sort of that rush with gambling. Um, and that's what a lot of people feel when they go to Las Vegas or go to casinos, um, is that sort of rush because they're, you know, betting their own money. They're taking that risk. 
that's uh that's some good insight mitchell i feel like uh i feel like i feel like i'm missing i'm missing the the dot you know i got the main thing but i'm missing the the underlying stuff and things <laughs> <laughs> oh man but that's okay that's why we got multiple people not just me <laughs> you know it oh yeah but uh uh what else did i want to say uh f- anger i mean i mean i mean all i would say with uh coffee or caffeine is starbucks <laughs> 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 oh, i mean God. i don't i have nothing else to say about that unless one of you do i mean like i'm like 40% sure i have a caffeine addiction to be honest like when i'm at school every day for lunch i get Mountain Dew, and every day for dinner, I get a kickstart. And then sometimes that's not enough for me to finish my homework, so I have to go back and get another, like, Coke or something. So, <laughs> and, like, when I went to college, I was, like, absolutely awake with no caffeine. And, like, I started drinking it more and more. And now, like, it doesn't really have much of an effect on me at this point. So, the caffeine addiction, it just kind of happens when you don't really think about it yeah i think it's sort of interesting you mentioned because i think like if there's any addiction that almost everyone has i'm pretty sure it's caffeine um obviously people like me i don't drink coffee really so i rarely have caffeine input except when i have like the occasional coke or do um but <laughs> yeah. hey you don't gotta say the full thing i'm a, I'm a cool cat and say do you, you do the do, but <laughs> yeah. but like, you know, oh just the gosh. amount of coffee that's consumed in the U.S. and just in general in the world, like, if there's one thing that I th- think it would be, like, number one for people, it would probably be caffeine. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it do be true. I mean, personally, I'm, I'm on the, I'm in the same boat as Mitchell. I don't, I don't drink coffee. I mean, sometimes that that pop, that soda, you know what I'm saying? Those caffeinated beverages, they do hit a little different, though. Not gonna lie, <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. But personally, whenever I drink those things, I usually don't use like they don't really serve any other purpose than it tastes good. <laughs> so, uh, I, so yeah, <laughs> that's that's my spin on that. But anger, I I don't know. I keep like saying anger, and I don't like. I feel like I should understand, but I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> do Do either of you understand? Um, the best bet I got is. So you? No, I don't. I guess I don't. <laughs> I wrote something down on the notes. Uh, I could probably. Oh, I ju- can't minimize when I'm says, recording, <laughs> so I can't uh, look at the notes. <laughs> it it just says as a coping strategy. I don't, I don't. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't oh, understand. when you're like, sorry. Go ahead. A... <laughs> <laughs> no, you go, you go. I feel like you don't. You have something better than what I'm saying. Well, like, I feel like if you're use if you're like mad at somebody, like say G Day spills my milk. And I get angry at him. <laughs> like I'm not gonna get addicted to being angry at him because he spilled my 
milk one time, but like if I get angry at him and like instead of after I'm done being angry at him, I'm like, oh crap, I shouldn't have said some of those things. I'm like, ooh, I kind of got a rush from that. That's the point where it's a um, coping mechanism. Don't spill my milk. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) if he spills my milk one time, all right, but he's not. Gina's a dead man. I gotta run. Yeah, I think it's interesting because that one sort of is a mix. It's it's a coping strategy, but also sort of addiction. Because in that case, like you're saying, get in a rush. That's that's interesting. I never really thought anger of like in that way. Yeah, I remember when I used to play hockey. One of the things they used to tell us before we got on the ice was to find an edge or like find a reason to hate the other team and shove that puck right into their <laughs> net. So. I I get is that a coping mechanism? I mean, you know, <laughs> if you got some things going on in your life, I guess. Yeah. I can no. see the addiction part. Now. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. That's the, I don't know what you kids are talking about. That's the strategy to win. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, just use that anger, you channel it, you crush your opponent with all your might. Show them who's and then boss. after the game, you just calm down and politely shake their hand and say good game and leave. <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah. back to normal. I remember right. once in basketball, obviously there isn't as much uh, confrontation in basketball as hockey, but there was one case where I stole a ball from some kid and he immediately kneed me right in the crotch. He didn't get ejected or anything. They just gave him a timeout, and I just went and sat on the bench because it hurt. <laughs> but after the game, it's just an interesting thing. Just go out and say, good game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can hear the audience, too, when it happens. Just go, ooh. <laughs> 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 it's the funniest thing. But, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Anger and space. <laughs> oh boy. Needless to say, I quit basketball eventually. <laughs> Yo. oh, <gosh>. Mitchell. <laughs> I just got like so many flashbacks to all those movies, like those old movies. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Just get the no, sort of the um the empathetic <laughs> pain, you know, like you start cringing a little bit thinking about somebody else getting hit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's a that's a that's a good movie moment, Mitch. You should like oh, write boy. that. In Becoming the book Mitchell, or chapter know, four, like... the one basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, that's a uh, that's a that's a great story. I think that's uh, that. See, we should make a march out of that, right, Mitch? No, no. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like you're, good march. You're pushing you're push <laughs> this march so much. I would totally buy that. Shirt. Like seriously, no, we, have fa- we we have fanny packs available, and oh, nothing yeah. against people who wear fanny packs, but also who's buying fanny packs of death well, I'm looking at a fanny pack that says "Don't kick me here." <laughs> <laughs> Max, Max, I'm writing it down. Oh God! Oh, oh I'm dropping my pencil. 
Oh, I'm God. sorry, Mitch. I gave him that idea. <laughs> Do not kick me in my no-no square. <laughs> that was a good rule to follow, Mitch. Oh, my. <laughs> don't kick me in my no-no square. I don't... It, is that... Okay, never mind. I'm not going to... I don't want to sound crazy. I ain't going to sound crazy on the recording, man. You're literally writing this down for merch sales. Uh, uh, I just circled it. So oh, Please, let's let's get back to the addiction because right now you're addicted to just attaching phrases to fanny That's packs. two addictions now. Merchandise and yep. messing up the intro. <laughs> Bruh. Oh, gosh. We're, we're putting you through a therapy session after this, buddy. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, let me let me add a third one. Procrastination. Hey. Hey. How is that? I feel like that should oh, be gosh, on there. Honestly, I think it should oh. be. <laughs> it should be on there. All right. I'm just going to add it just top 10 plus it, a bonus. It I'm going to bonus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boom. That'll go on the website, hopefully, maybe. We'll see. Good but, yeah, procrastination. I mean, you guys already experienced it today. I mean, we planned on 1230. And then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, push came to shove. And I was like, hey, just got to, I, I, maybe I didn't really do that much of it. So, <laughs> If it makes it feel any better, I procrastinate way too much too when it comes to my podcast. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm hey, I guess you could say uh, your your habits on being on time are uh, mediocre. Advertisement. This is my podcast. Uh-huh. Mediocre music, uh-huh. right there. Uh, I mean, we were just gonna plug out there. We plug it right here. Check out Johnny <laughs> Frank's uh, mediocre musings. <laughs> Available wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Probably switch switching to Anchor maybe sometime soon. As I might wait from how I'm doing you right now. It's way better than when you're on my next episode when it's going to be me calling you and you're going to be on my speaker phone on GarageBand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait, man. <laughs> Yeah, another thing, check it out. If not for Johnny Franks, for your your favorite gentleman, because I don't screw up intros, Mitchell Lebner. <laughs> but you won't even be doing the intro, so ha. Yeah. Ha. Hey, I'll, I can, I'll do the intro next episode. I'll show you just how good I am at not saying it's your boys. No, nah, don't don't worry. I'm a I'm a I'm gonna be so adamant. That I must do the intro. You're not even gonna remember. You're just gonna be like, "Yeah, GD just does the intro," and it'll just happen. And I'll just do it, and I won't mess. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all, you can't even commit to it. <laughs> oh boy. Well, other than GD being a TT going on tangents, along with the rest of us, we should be addicted to getting back on track. With our next point, which I don't know what it is because I can't look at the file because I'm recording. <laughs> um. uh, food? Question mark. 
Wait, I never even shared. Oh my god. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you know we can we can do last minutes. Actually, yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah. Oh boy. (laughs) Oh, love you, G Day. But you're you're glad you did this with me. He is having his midlife crisis. (laughs) Oh yeah. Midlife, you know, he's gonna be dead at like thirty six. <laughs> you got a point. You got your like quarter of a life crisis at least. Qu- quarter life, quarter life, at yeah. least quarter. quarter. I think Could you be might a be able to get like fifth, maybe. Could be. Could fifth, be tenth actually, if you're lucky. He's gonna be one hundred and eighty years old. They go into cryo sleep for like you know yeah. hundred years, but yeah, be down. Well, dang. <laughs> Anyways, food. <laughs> yeah, food. Uh, food. Food is uh, fabulous, great, splendor for spectacular in every way, shape, and form. Um, addiction to food. Well, I mean, I personally think food is amazing, but the only way I'm addicted to it is, mm, I mean, I don't know, when you get that craving for the good stuff, you know what I'm saying? You know it's unhealthy and you know you you know, you pro- you probably shouldn't be eating it, but you're like, Man, it's just so good. Give me some of that. Or if um those times when you're full and you're like, Man, I'm full but you still you still eat a little bit more. Yeah. That's my case. That's that's all I gotta say. All right. Cool. Eating donuts. Food is also something I've been addic- I've become addicted to in college. Uh, yeah, one day I just kind of started eating four meals a day, and then I grew to five. And now that I'm at home and I can't really have five meals a day, I think I've gotten crankier. I think I'm having food withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> Getting hangry. My my brother is that way. If he doesn't get the proper calories in a day, he will get slightly <laughs> hangry. Oh gosh, man, G Day knows I eat like a <laughs> horse <laughs> when I can. Like I go and I sit down. I have taquitos. I swear I could eat all twenty one of them in that box if I wanted to. Oh, one sitting. I've eaten two frozen pizzas in one sitting before. Just straight up. I'm very impressed. <laughs> hey, I got I got the capacity, but despite that, I've still managed to lose weight during quarantine. So, because you just get sick of eating the same four types of meals every day. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I'm just stuck on you saying you eat like a horse. Man, what are you talking about? That's like seven horses right there. <laughs> oh, boy. See me eating my Burger King, getting like six or seven burgers, and just downing them all. Next time I see Mitch, he's going to be competing in the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) (laughs) He's just going to become the horse. I am the horse. (laughs) Hey, I'll bet money on that. (laughs) (laughs) 
boy. All right, John, you got to be the Why jockey. Why would you need a jockey? I mean, assuming you still have the same brain, you don't really need someone to say, go faster. I don't know. It probably Wait, is just a rule or something. You would win maybe if you didn't, if you turned into a horse because you wouldn't have the weight of a jockey on you. I wouldn't, but I'd also be competing against but you are horses. All right, how many hamburgers do I need to consume to become a horse? Do horses eat ham? Well, it's beef. Yeah, hamburgers but why would they eat their cousin? That's like cannibalism, except well, your cousin is on the same species. They're... I mean, your cousin's delicious, so that's why you, you got a point. There's nothing like a good McDonald's hamburger after a long day of racing horses. <laughs> <laughs> that's my idea of wind down after sprinting for a mile straight <laughs> I wonder if that's how cannibalists feel like man you know he's my cousin but just so just so delicious so just so palatable and delectable you know what I'm saying I mean, hey if you've ever been curious about it how human flesh tastes like you're not alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm your neighbor. So anyway, going away from food, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, gosh. Survival situation. Realistically speaking, I'd do it. But beyond that, if, if I was maybe a Neanderthal, would it be I mean, cannibalism? Yes, question mark? I don't know. Because they're related how, to humans, but they're how not close humans. genetically speaking. I mean, they're, they're in like the sort of um, same, not the same uh, direct species, but I think the same genus as humans, uh, Homo sapiens. So, therefore, I don't know. I don't know how close is too close. Like, if a horse ate a zebra, would it be cannibalism or would it just be a horse eating a zebra? I would say it's cannibalism because zebras are basically horses with two colors instead of one. They're like two color furs. So therefore, I think if you were to eat a Neanderthal, it would probably be cannibalism, especially since like a 1% of hoping... Homo sapiens DNA is like directly tied to like Neanderthals, like you know. So, well, kids, story of this. There you go. Topic. <laughs> Eating your Neanderthal friend is cannibalism. <laughs> there you go. So, if you have a food addiction to eating people, that includes Neanderthals. That would that be illegal though? Because if you go through a bunch of loopholes on the laws, cannibalism is legal. Yeah, it is legal. It's the whole yeah, that murdering part part that's illegal. <laughs> but hey, if you want to chop off your own leg and eat it, or you know, somebody chops off their leg and gives it to you and say, "Here, you can eat this," you know, you, you can eat it. I it's a really strange scenario. I don't know why anybody would do that, but hey, knock yourself out. Yeah, I mean, as the zoomers say. It is what it is. It do be like that sometimes. Anyways, back to addiction. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, back to addiction. I mean, technology. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess I, I think I, I serve this one best. I mean, I don't know about John. Um, but me, I mean, that YouTube. I mean, I've already talked about YouTube before. I mean, it's just so... I mean, okay. So you go on, you're like, okay, I want to watch this video. You know, you click on that video. And then you watch the video. And then you're like, man, that was a good video. And then you look at the recommended and you're like, oh, shoot. That's looking like a good video. Man, let me click on that video. And then you, you click on that video. And then you watch that video and you're like, man, that was another good video. And then you look at the recommended and you, yeah. Yeah, once you, you get down the, the rabbit hole and uh, then 30 minutes of your life are gone. You still got that assignment to do. Uh, another addiction <laughs> for GJ. Uh, oh, that's that's four. Maybe I should write these down. Gosh, we're, we're I'm telling you, yeah. we're gonna have an intervention after. You don't this. tell him that. You surprise him with no, the intervention. We should, we should. <laughs> ah shoot. <laughs> well, uh, uh, he played off of jokes. He doesn't one, know what's man. actually coming. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> crazy kids. I mean. <laughs> No, Mitchell needs an intervention with his, with his eating. He he. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've yeah. lost weight. I've lost weight. I need to eat more. Is that what you tell yourself before you go to bed? No. Um. Yeah. Do you think that's every, a healthy every action? night? Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I bet Mitchell eats more than Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Mm. Or Naruto from Naruto. <laughs> Same. Watch either of those things. Yeah. And you and you probably should, Mitchell. No, I got I got lab reports to write, man. <laughs> so many lab reports. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> lab reports oh see kids this is why you don't you don't do what Mitchell's doing with his biomedical engineering I mean you're just you're just asking you're just asking for stress man but, and suffering <laughs> yeah and, and anguish with chemistry and, and physics you're taking and a college level calculus uh, chemistry class Bro, I barely passed high school. Yeah, even though I, <laughs> I mean, I technically have taken it AP chemistry in high school, so I technically could have skipped a full year, but I would have been, you know, dead if I'd done that because oh gosh, it, I you forget some stuff in college level versus just AP it can be quite different sometimes. It's actually probably one of my best classes, though. I just really abhor <laughs> calculus. <laughs> But I think we're proving here that we all have an addiction to going on <laughs> tangents again. So, G-Day, why don't you hit us with that next all one? Right. Uh, the next one is very interesting. Sex. All right. So the only thing I have to say about this is the I find it very interesting. The um, 
the NNN, you know what I'm saying? The No Nut November. And then the DDD, the... <laughs> <laughs> John knows what I'm talking about. The, uh, what is no, the I don't. Tra- tra- I don't. What, what is DDD? Tra- 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 uh, <laughs> it's destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think of... Oh my god. Okay. Um <laughs> No no okay, okay, okay. So naturally I wouldn't talk about that, but I've been seeing it pop up so much recently. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> They're like, Hey boy, fuck you. Okay, okay, okay. So for November, they're like, ah, oh, you know. <laughs> how, how do we end up here, G-Day? Does he do something like this every it's episode? The, it's not the way. No, this is completely out of character. I don't know what's going on. I thought we were just going to talk about drugs or something. And, uh, this, this is what I ended up with. I was just like, oh, this will be a great episode. We're talking to Johnny Franks. We're just going to have a good time. And I'm just sitting here like mildly I didn't know G-Day had this side <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't either I didn't I didn't either not that he's condoning that or like endorsing stuff they just you know they, I mean you know, this is the talking, nicest way but you seem too innocent about that things yeah. today. no 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 I uh I understand that but I know way too much and yes yes I know way too much but yeah, so uh, you know, let me just get us on topic so we can move past this and just just round this bad boy up. But all right, so okay, so for November, why am I even? Exp- I don't want to explain this. Okay, okay, it's just don't, it's don't. just a weird thing. Okay, just a weird thing. I was gonna explain it and like, cause they're making exceptions <laughs> or whatever, cause COVID. <laughs> okay, I don't, wanna, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about. It. I'm done. What? <laughs> I'm done. Mitchell, Mitchell, we're done. Okay, <laughs> so I'm Mitch, just confused. Basically, in November, there are certain actions that people don't okay. do in okay, December. Okay, okay, it's yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah, there's no reason not to do it, so they do it. Pop off. And by it, uh, it I don't mean uh, the okay. it you may be yeah. thinking of. It's a different it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I think I, think I can... I was understand, but I think oh G Day. Go ahead, G Day. Yeah, G Day. Alright. So basically I think it's that Alright, no, let me give my two cents. I think it's like that way. Cause it's like uh what's what's that word? It's uh oh I can't remember it. Uh but it's like a it's, it's like you're you're rebounding, you know what I'm saying? You're, it's like, you're... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, we're done. We're done. <laughs> no, I'm moving just, I'm on. Just to, I'm, moving I'm on. We're moving no, on, G Day. I'm just trying to understand. Moving on, right now. It's a it's a trend. It's a culture. It's a group of okay. I'm whatever. There we go. I just I'm not endorsing. I'm, not I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying we're moving on. It's stop. Okay, okay, fine. Work, work is work. 
work work people like to work they like money they like achievement i guess and fame i don't know well yes okay work because you, you yes fame is, well is you're good? addicted to work so things you have to enough money so you can be addicted to gambling or you can mm. have enough money to get addicted to food. Fair, fair point. Work is a gateway addiction. What? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Yes. You should stay unemployed for your own health. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it's so much like the fame, maybe with some things, but I think like sort of the prestige with it, like, you know, rising up, uh, in, up the corporate ladder for a lot of people. Um, would be one thing, like getting a higher position and getting higher pay and feeling like you're more important of a person because of it and associating with that. And I think the other part of it too is it can be sort of like we're talking about anger, like being a coping mechanism. And I think a lot of addictions can just be coping mechanisms for things that are um, wrong in somebody's life. Like maybe you don't have a good home life, so you're just, you know, staying overtime at work. You're focused on that. Um, you have personal problems, you don't want to think about it, so you think about work, you keep working, um, because it's easier than to actually deal with the turmoil of your own life. So I think, you know, I guess that's kind of true for any addiction, but, you know, with work, I think, like, as in terms of commonality, when you see, like, workaholics, and some people kind of just sling that term around, um, you know, saying, like, they don't mind working, or they work hard, but, like, people are actually just can't stop working because they don't want to focus on other aspects of their life. Um, I think that's, that's sort of the addiction realm. Well said. Um, well said. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, well, this is obvious, but a key key thing about addiction is, man, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> after after that debacle, I'm 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 drained, Mitchell. Good, me too. I'm also very hungry, so I might have to go feed my <laughs> food addiction right after this. But <laughs> oh god, oh god, Mitchell. Uh, well, now what do I want to say? What I want to say is there there okay. There's some signs and symptoms, which is a weird thing to talk about after all that. But I mean, I think we get it. I think the main thing we should look at that we should be wary of is um, increased levels of anxiety, depression, and sadness. Um, Because like we said, I mean, this, this addiction thing, it's not something that's just like, oh, you know, it takes up some of my time or, you know, addiction is just something. It it just it just is what it is, you know. It ain't just is what it is. It's gonna affect you. It's gonna it's gonna take you away from the things you love to do, and make you focus on this one thing. And it just emotionally like creates turmoil in your life. And then just like just like fulfillment wise, it uh, does the exact same. So it's uh it's definitely something something serious. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, we know what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, it's great. So there are uh, signs and oh no, we already okay. So there are stages. That, oh god, I'm not gonna. <clears throat> I'll just say the stages, but you guys can take it how you want. There are four stages. 
the first one is experimentation. I think we can gauge what experimentation is. So with drugs, you know, you're like, oh, let me try it out because, uh, okay, yeah, let me try it out. Social or regular is the second one. So you use or engage with it in social situations or for social reasons. So, I mean, you already know, you know, that peer pressure be be some cheese. And you're like, hey, I mean, I, I got to look cool drinking that alcohol. I mean, I don't know how social to work with, like, technology. <laughs> Everybody's sitting well, on their phones. <laughs> yeah, like, Instagram and Snapchat. Like, yeah, I got to keep up with the socials and the trends. Ah, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, so there's that. And then the third one is problem or risk. So it starts to get extreme. Then you disregard the consequences. And then number four, the fourth and final stage, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's called dependency. So uh, you engage in the behavior on a daily basis or several times per day, despite the negative consequences. Now, with all this being said, we've talked about the no good and all the bad, all right? So there can be complications that are long-term, you know what I'm saying? Some of these things can be uh, physical, such as heart disease, HIV, AIDS, and neurological damage. Psychological and emotional, they can be such as anxiety, stress, and depression, as I've said before. Social, such as jail and damaged relationships, you know? Economic, such as bankruptcy and debt. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that, that all ties back into our gambling thing. Well, actually, with all of them, because you're just going to, you're going to spend a lot of money buying them Big Macs, you know what I'm oh, saying? God. You're going to spend a lot of money. <laughs> You know, letting them dice roll. You know what I'm saying? You're going to spend a lot of money. Uh, you know, On heroin. There you go. I don't know how you would spend money on work because you're making money. But maybe you spend it in time. You know what I'm saying? Wait. You, wouldn't, you, wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't really be making spending money. money. It, you'd be spending your family time. You would be making money. So, hey, if you're going <laughs> to have an addiction, make it work. Oh, yeah. The gateway addiction. All the addictions. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, final thing with that is if the addiction is left untreated, it can lead to obviously death. All right. And that death can mean multiple things, as in, I mean, physically, if you got, you know, the heroin, the, you, you, you know, like uh, the heart disease or whatever. And then uh, also just like you do it yourself, like suicide. Like if the, if the addiction is so. Uh, what is that word? Maladaptive, aversive, and just like affects your day-to-day life and you can't get control of it. Some people get control of it by committing suicide. So, yeah. But you know what? As we say in these episodes, there is always hope. How can you treat and. this addiction or a addiction? And addiction. And addiction, my bad. Oh, God. Thank <laughs> I, I fixed it. I fixed Not it. only are you... Uh... Great intro, man. You also make for a fantastic <laughs> robot boy. Uh, thanks, thanks, thanks for the compliment. I appreciate it. It was sarcastic. <laughs> I, I, oh yeah, yeah. For some reason, I in my head I was thinking thanks for the sarcasm, but I said thanks for the. Anyways, that's not important. What's important is medication can solve or not solve it, can treat it. You know, such as the mental disorders you may get as depression or schizophrenia 
Psychotherapy can be an option for you, including behavioral, talk, and group therapies. That's pretty solid, not going to lie. Because, um, like, I think me and Mitchell were talking about this with, with Maya, actually, about how the medicine can be a little sketchy sketch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that wasn't so actually, actually in the episode. That was afterwards, actually. But. See, yeah, true. But, uh, but, yeah, the medication can be a little sketchy sketch. I mean, it can work, but, you know, psychotherapy is definitely a solid way to, to go about it. Because if you add, instead of adding, like, a, like an artificial type of cheese, you add another person that can help you. I feel like that's a pretty, it's a pretty great way to go about it. But um, there are other ways to do it, like medical services. Uh, what, what would you call that? Rehab, you know, to help you treat the serious complication of the addiction, like withdrawal or detox. Addiction case manager to help coordinate and check ongoing treatment. Uh, inpatient addiction treatment, which, wait, what? <laughs> In, hey, man, I didn't know what that is. <laughs> In, okay. Self-help and support groups. We like that. And then all of the sources, there was a million different sources like uh, Heroin Addicts Anonymous or whatnot. And yeah, so we'll put the sources on the website. But after all that, you know, after all the stuff we did, number one, have you seen any of this cheese in yourself or in others? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we already talked but, about that, but I just wanted to say it again. I mean, I got I got more stuff, like serious stuff. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, you got serious addictions, Mitchell? What you doing? What? No, 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 not, not the... me, not me, because I'm a he just eats a lot. Being, but you, you know, ain't, you ain't infallible. What are you talking about? <laughs> I I have an addiction to lying. Um, <laughs> no, oh um, I think I explained uh, last episode what I did for work. Uh, clean it up after mm-hmm. death and trauma scenes and drug labs. So um, some of the death scenes, uh, people had overdosed on drugs and died. And obviously with the drug labs and everything, people had either been, well, one, there's places that were actually drug labs. People were producing drugs and selling it. Um, there was cases where it was just drug use inside of a home and that had to be cleaned up. And then beyond that, I've also just known people, not too many people, but some people, um, who have actually used drugs. Um, so that sort of with that, like seeing that, and, you know, we may be laughing and joking about this episode, and we don't mean any disrespect to anybody who's struggling with that. Um, you know, I think it like just seeing that, like y- you kind of get a better picture of like what that actually looks like. Because I think most people's interpretation is just what they show on the intervention, which... I think does a decent job at actually portraying what it does because they're just following around and filming them. But actually, like, you know, fully understanding um, sort of that internal conflict that people have um, with that, how exactly that impacts, uh, you know, the family. Because, you know, usually with the work and everything, I go and I clean up, you know, the actual scene itself. Um, but the individual would either be dead because they overdosed or they were prison for distribution or in rehab for use or whatever situation was. So it's normally the family you interacting with. So while I get some idea of what it is for the person, but only somewhat, the main thing I saw there was the family, the friends, um, 
and the people who knew them and how that impacted them. Because while we've talked a lot about during this addiction episode, what it's like for the individual, knowing exactly how that impacts the people around you is so important. Because um, I think it was a point you mentioned, or maybe it was just something that was on the list of stuff that we didn't even bring up, um, that, you know, a, a, having an addiction, like one of the side effects of it is like blaming stuff on other people, even going so far as to blame the addiction or, you know, problems associated with the addiction on other people. Um, and that can have serious ramifications. Just somebody being addicted, even without that stuff, um, has serious ramifications on, you know, the health of the people around you because they care for you and they concern, concern over you. Um, so uh, it's an important thing to note in this conversation that it's usually more than just the individual who's going through it. It's sort of everyone around them is getting some secondhand smoke. Hmm. That's a great uh, metaphor. Secondhand smoke. Huh. Yeah, I used the last episode too. I, I don't know. It's just a good phrase. <laughs> I mean, it's not good, but you know, <laughs> good for explaining. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, 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 I, I, yeah. <clears throat> Picking up what you're putting down, you know. I get you. Yeah. Uh. Before I pop um, off, did you have anything to say about kind that, of as John? Mitch said, like, if it affects you, it's definitely going to affect the people around you. So, uh, if you think you do have an addiction, I'd look at the people around you and ask if it's affecting them in any way, shape, or form. And when it is, I feel like that is a good wake-up call for anybody to like start to figure out ways to end that addiction because if it just affects you like obviously some things like heroin or nicotine or something you should stop anyways but like if you're just eating or having too much caffeine like if it's affecting other people then it's gotten way out of control but if it's only affecting you, then, I mean, no one really cares. <laughs> yeah. Um, to, to add my two cents to that, uh, with an addiction and stuff like that, it can, it can be so serious that, you know, you guys say how it affects others. And I guess one direct way it can affect others and is how the person with the addiction may treat others. So for example, if you have, I mean, I guess we're, we're on the, it's, it's, it's just going to end up being about drugs, but about drugs um, or I guess drugs, gambling and some other stuff like food, you can, you can be like, man, you know, I, I need it so bad. I'm craving it so bad that I need to steal my parents' credit card, steal their wallet. You know what I'm saying? different stuff like that where you're like, you know, cause the emotional effect can be indirect. Like you're not like, I don't know, screaming at them or whatever, but you know, the direct stuff too, that's something that's a cause for concern. Do you want to be at such a point where you're directly impacting those you love and care about, you know? So I think it's important that in all the things we're looking at, both directly impacting people and indirectly impacting people 
that you care about, you know, you should get your help because I, I mean, I think both of these fine young men would agree with me here that uh, your life will be much well, you'll enjoy it much more if you, if you shake off or not shake off, but like if you overcome this addiction, uh, <laughs> oh God, uh, your life will be much better <laughs> if you, if you overcome this addiction, okay, you'll enjoy it much better. And, and like, so that's like, it's something for you. And then you'll put, you'll save your family the trouble of, of emotional, like, just like, torment you know what i'm saying like there's a lot of families that have had to or parents that have had to kick their kids out because they're like oh i don't want to do anything with you or whatever like that's you know i i know a lot of young people can blame their parents like oh they don't love me or whatever but it's like a it's like a two-way street you know it's it's not an easy decision for them too so just 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 get the help you know because you want to you want to have these connections still with you and I don't know. I don't know. It's important to get help, okay? Yeah. 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 Spieling and dealing. But I guess after all we've said, I think we've already said it. Main takeaways, question mark? Yeah. Don't do drugs, stay in school. Hugs before drugs. Hugs before drugs. Keep out of drugs. (laughs) Actually, can I get my high on those? Drugs are hugs. I mean, they do release. You can get a release vaccine. You can get high from hugs. From hugging somebody, um, which isn't really a drug per se. Oh, it's not really being high per se, but it can affect your <laughs> neural chemistry a bit by having that release of oxytocin, which <laughs> essentially is sort of tied to dopamine oh. and serotonin. So it does produce somewhat of a pleasant feeling. So hugging somebody, like getting a hug every day. From somebody, it's a pretty nice thing for your health and gets you a little bit of that All right. same sort of feeling of joy that you may get Whoa. from drugs. So, people out there, go hug people for Whoa. 20 to 30 seconds that you love. If they're in your own house, so don't go be hugging people and spreading the old COVID. But That's the best you, information you know I've I mean. ever heard. You can basically get high off of Dude. hugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a hug high. Okay, right well, now. I wouldn't call it high, but yeah, f- f- physical contact with other people is shown to release oxytocin, which is linked to dopamine and serotonin and has its own effects at reducing anxiety and increasing contentment within people. If you were here right so, now, I'd totally oh. hug you right now and give you a huge hug high. <laughs> Yay, we both get I would totally highs. hug you as well, John. But I suppose. Uh, the best we can do is get a metaphorical hug high when we head over to John's podcast, Mediocre Musings, uh, and discuss. Uh, well, I suppose I shouldn't do all the talking. John, do you oh, want yeah. to plug in your own podcast so, here? <laughs> We're con- I'm sorry. I'm still really happy about hearing how you can get a high from a hug. <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about that as I go to sleep tonight. That's what I'm going to be like staying awake from tonight. Girl. <laughs> but basically, so my podcast it's called Mediocre Musings. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And it's um basically me, a, a mediocre man 
having monumental uh, moments of mediocre musings. Thank you. Appreciate the alliteration. And uh, yeah, it's basically <laughs> that was beautiful. Me that was beautiful. And a guest overthinking stuff. Last week, I overthought uh, whether the word "fella" is a gender-neutral term or not. In case you're wondering, <laughs> it is. If I'm like my fellow, how are you doing? That's normally a male, but if you're using it as an adjective, it's gender-neutral. Like my fellow coworker, what is up? Mm. Uh, and by promise that if you listen to my podcast uh, you will get a podcast high which is much better than a hug high (laughs) (laughs) oh boy yo I'm telling you high on minds yo Mitchell we need to rebrand from high on minds to high on hugs. You and, it's the, an you and the merch. You the merch. and the merch. Max with the merch. It is an addiction. <laughs> but you know what? If you're addicted to me, yeah. then you should head over to Mediocre Musings anyways because I'll be on the next episode with John. Uh, yeah, we're going to be discussing social groups and networks. And in case you're wondering, Mad John, why isn't she there on that one? Well, number one, uh, due to lack of knowledge about technology, I can only do one guest at a time. And earlier this year, I did do a podcast <laughs> with Chide about finances and money, which was very fun. So, yeah, good definitely facts, go and facts. check that out, people. and uh, Listen to that. And uh, we'll probably have Johnny Franks back here in the future. We'll probably show up on Johnny Frank's podcast if he doesn't hate us too much well, after um, busting in on his as episode. As long as we don't talk about um, uh, what happens in November and December. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I kind of want to cut that from this episode, if I'm being honest. <laughs> no, that's that's five solid minutes of me just... Just having <laughs> making me feel yeah. uncomfortable. I don't even know why we're bringing it back up again. Just, but um, yeah. <laughs> just trying to understand the world. Yeah, there's me, a reason so. I'm going on John's There's a reason Gita got just uh, <laughs> money. Meanwhile, Mitch gets social groups Bruh. and networks. <laughs> Bruh. What, well, based what, on what you, you brought up Mitchell about addictions. <laughs> Stopped right in the middle of that. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen out there, folks of all ages, go check out John's podcast, uh, even if it is purely just to listen to G-Day and I. Uh, but go support the man as well. We'll be over there. Um, and... I guess well another two weeks we'll be having our next episode. Do you do you know what the topic is going to be? He doesn't know what the topic is going to be. We'll figure it out. You know the topic. You're horribly unprepared. All right, I just have a quick question. I'm on for Is he also the outro man? Uh. Sort of. Sometimes, sometimes I do the outro, but it's nice. usually me. So prologue. I'm usually prologue boy here, and <laughs> just say, um, I think you prologue boy is better than outro, man. 
you know what? I think, I think we should, uh, we should do eating disorders. Well, I know because my man Mitchell, he needs to, t- he needs oh, to reevaluate oh, some things. You Dude, know what I'm saying? My man, do not he, get he me started on my habit of eating things. frozen pizzas. Yeah. I'm in perfectly good health. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You like pizzas? I like bananas. To You're the point where my though. dad calls me a monkey. But that sounded so much better in my mind than it. it did coming out of my mouth. <laughs> 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 oh god. Oh man. Uh, no, I'm I'm a monkey as we've seen this episode. Very monkeyish, you know, monkeying around, rambunctious, you know. Very uh all over the place. Oh yeah. But anyways, suppose that's all we have for today, ladies and gentlemen. Again, check us out another couple of weeks. Release our episode on food disorders, uh, and check out John's podcast. He will, I'll be his on there podcast soon will be out social networks. tomorrow at nine a.m. If we do it tonight, which we probably will. Boom! Yeah, we we will. We will. I'll totally not going to lie. One, not one sure podcast what time zone. Um, it's going to be in 9 a.m. In, but it's like 9 a.m. Yep. <laughs> It'll be 9 a.m. somewhere. <laughs> hey, maybe like Germany, you know? You have an yeah, audience that in you Germany? thought didn't exist. That less than 1%. Um, yeah, there's at least one person. Less there's than one, one person percent. in Germany listen to us. And to you, we salute you. It's like... Is this even, yeah. oh, okay, is like, so it's diagonal, yeah. tilts downward so you don't see the palm and it just straight, and then you just boom, put it up and then down. Know. I don't it's know, not like a yeah, you just go like that, yeah. You, you can if you want, or you could just, <laughs> you know, but or you could just do the why is uh, my arm doing why is it like seeing this? someone that you know <laughs> on the road? <laughs> oh man. Oh, yeah, I, I like doing yeah. this. Or, like, boom, you know, point to the person. <laughs> For some... <laughs> I know <laughs> you. <laughs> Finger guns. Oh, man. Bruh. For some reason, when, when I'm driving, I, like, instead of doing that, I do that. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> oh, or, like, people were do this, like, you know, like, thanks for letting me go, and I'll just do... <laughs> Speaking of letting yeah. people go, we better well, let our a... audience go because they got to get on with their lives. Live good, happy, healthy lives. Uh, fighting against addiction. Uh, so, as always, you can check us out on our website. G-Day, pull up the URL, please, because <laughs> I keep forgetting that. Oh, um, but, uh, yeah, our see. website will have all the sources we've used along with oh, no. uh, sources you can contact. Uh, for your oh, well-being, uh, for addiction, and for all the other episodes concerning, uh, you know, trauma and other stuff, uh, you can check that out there, and you can check out our YouTube uh, channel as well. It's just Dapper Minds for the visual portion of this. Uh, if you're not watching on there already, along with other exclusive content that we'll be putting up there. Yes, and if you go to Dapper Minds Inc. dot Wix site, Wix with the X site dot com, you can find our splendiferous faces smiling 
with a description and other pictures <laughs> and episodes and me punching Mitchell, which with very sleek looking gloves. Uh, and uh, there's merch. That's that's all you need to know. Boom. All right, Finn. Uh, yeah, let what, us. Let... What, was, what was the phrase we're gonna use? Oh yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening, and remember, stay dapper. Let don't forget to oh, like, gosh, share, and subscribe. You, you ruined it. You ruined it. Stereotypical YouTuber. Thanks. Don't forget to smash the like button. <laughs> all right, we're done, people. Uh, you all have a good all right. good day.